You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. sound like he says that i have another one that he says too that <laughs> welcome to axe to grind the hardcore podcast i'm patrick i'm bob i'm tom welcome to episode 100 100 so this is where me and you hit our darth maul qui-gon Jin level duel mm. of fates okay <laughs> is that what we do i when you do the abbreviation for the episode, yes. how do you do it? Oh, I'd do zero, zero, I guess, right? You, no, you do A2G, yeah, yes. two digit. Two digit. I've always done mm. A2G, three digits. Oh, okay. Because I knew we would hit three digits. So And now you have to So you avoided formats. Y2K is what you thought. Yeah, congratulations. I, yeah. A2G. I, I followed the, yeah, call me Skynet. I, I'm going to confess something, not mm. to kill the vibe of the episode. Oh, here we mm. go. I don't get into birthdays anniversaries because you're cheap mul- <laughs> mm. <laughs> that is probably it honestly <laughs> like, I'm not trying to give gifts I'm not into Valentine's Day that's a corporate holiday <laughs> come on babe <laughs> so uh, but I'm happy to be here with you fellas let's yes. do let's do some quick ad reads and get into the meat of this fucking episode yeah we got special stuff planned it won't be 100 it'll be a time after now okay Let's start with our buddies, Run For Cover Records. Hey, guess what? That's my read. Okay, read that. Go to runforcoverrecords.com, enter the promo code. Axe to grind. You're going to want to spell it out. And today I'm recommending, we're digging back because it is an anniversary of sorts. Yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday, my son, you know, as Mm. HR would say. I'm recommending, ah, man, I had it pulled up. I'm recommending the Tiger's Jaw. Yes. Self-titled record. Oh, uh, it's got the pizza on the cover. It is. I think that's old Forge Pizza. I don't know. There's a lot like, of good yeah. pizza up in that area. So, yeah. so I'm recommending this one because it wasn't my introduction to Tiger's Jaw. My introduction was the EP they did. I'm a Spirit Desire man. Spirit Desire, exactly. And this is my introduction. I loved it, but this record is fantastic. I think that Tiger's Jaw is a band that. Man, if you had told me when I heard that record, like, hey, in 
10 plus, plus years, yeah. they are going to still be a band, have done several albums, and be a really successful They're bigger now band. than they were then? <laughs> yeah. By a long shot. I would believe that if they were still around, they'd be bigger, but it's just amazing to see the growth and that these songs still have resonance, and I think that so people still really like them. And guess what? There's a part of me that thinks there's a lot of people who still have missed out on this. Yeah. So check it out. It's mellow, but not too mellow. It rocks in that way that I think a lot of that, uh, the initial record stuff that was not hardcore rock. What was the label from Kansas? Second Nature? No. The Get Up Kids. No, it's... um. Oh, from Kansas. Not Is it Kansas? I thought there was a label from Kansas. Yeah. Was, Are you thinking of that Omaha shit? That Omaha shit. What is that? Yeah, what is Omaha? Uh, oh, Saddle Creek. Saddle, Saddle Creek. Creek. It's somewhere between Initial and Saddle Creek. It's not full-blown indie. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's aggressive. That's some, yeah. It's like... That pushing me away because you feel mm, we're all the yeah. same. That's, Yo, a, that's a... What about your friends? What about your friends? Oh. Tell us one Tiger's Jaws... Better when I do it, huh? Yeah. What, what, tell us one Tiger's Jaws tour story that you have not shared before. Oh, you know I'm not good at memory. Yeah, uh, I know. I'm not good at memories. I'm not good at memories. They hence, cost too hence much. part of the anniversary they thing. Yeah, cost too much. Uh, you know what? I, I'd have to really reflect. Um, All right, reflect at the time after now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But think about it. See if you can get it by the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I recommend you go pick up the Tiger's Jaw self-titled record. They just did the 14th anniversary of Tiger's Jaw Two Worlds, which is also a very cool record, kind of underrated. But I'm telling you, go pick up the slice of pizza first. I'm sorry, 14. Yeah, I think so. Is that a? It's the new. It's the new number. It's like. Uh, is that, is it's like new twenty five. Uh, what is or? it? It's a uh, quinceanera. It's a uh, okay. Quarenta. Okay. You know, Fuck it. Sierra. Not uh, here, shout I'm not out here to Run to for Cover. Have been huge supporters from almost the very jump, yeah. and uh, you know. Catch Tiger Show out there. They're out on tour with the Menzingers right now. Mm-hmm. Oh no shit! Culture abuse. Tiger Show Menzingers. I think is the tour. Damn. Damn. I like it. All right. It's a good, good gig. To our next sponsor, Deathwish Inc. That's me. That's you. Since we're going back into the archives, mm. one of my favorite um, Deathwish recordings, mm. um, and like I said before, always a label that I wish I was on. Mm. Um, so, Dre, Jake, you know, it's never too Gotta late. Gotta get that new project going. Never man. too late. Um I'm gonna go for blacklisted, heavier than heaven, heavier, heavier than heaven, lonelier than God. What a record! I think it's fucking awesome. I think it's a perfect hardcore record. Um, the best hardcore record from Philadelphia ever. Yeah. I think if I continue talking about it all the time on this podcast, the band Blacklisted, perhaps I can get like a 19 year old to check out Blacklisted. I, I don't think so. No. <laughs> but I think Tom talking about why it's one of his favorite records. Uh, Might do it. Or, well, why it's one of his favorite Death Witcher releases uh, will help a little more. All right, let's do it. You, they might be deaf of you. And, uh, deaf of you. You can use that. That's an album title yeah. for you. Although now I'm looking. Are you No One Deserves? I don't know if I like No One Deserves better. I love No One Deserves. I think that might be my go-to. I'm going to change my pick. I'm going no, no One Deserves deserve- to be here long- more than me. Okay. And you pick that because... We were talking about um, on the Patreon episode when we were doing mm, our top tens mm. that like raw kind of feeling that that one band that you mentioned, um, like the lyrics and stuff that that person was bringing. Oh yes, I feel like with this, um, it's the same kind of idea. It's like I shouldn't be reading this. I think that's, this is that's somebody's the, journal. That's the strength. That's the uh, step from 
heavier than having two no one deserves is no one deserves feels more unadulterated Mm. and like uh lyrically it's not quite it's not it's not it's nc-17 because of the rawness there's no it's like the the little things they say with the rating there's no nudity no crudeness no you know violence but it's uh it's like a violence of mind and how honest and raw it is it's almost too real for many um it's the opposite yeah no one deserves to be here more than me is the lyrical inversion of that ain't real much because this is maybe too real yeah it's real it's real much real much yeah i'm going for and now that i'm looking at the track listings it's a hot record i'm heavier than heaven oh but man this is a good record yeah this is this this is, might be Fantastic my favorite black lesson so you're gonna go to deathwishink.com nah, 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 enter the promo code axe to grind you gonna wanna spell it out boom let's let's take a um upstate trip as, yeah, as mob deep says i love it I, I love this we're gonna do the upstate trip we're gonna do the sea uh, streak uh, fall foliage cruise up the Hudson. Ooh, yeah. I don't think it gets us. It doesn't even get us to Hudson. But no, we're not going from Boston. We're going from. We're going up the Hudson. Yeah, we're not gonna. Oh, because I was hoping Matt. Uh, uh, Mass he would, Pike. He would sing. Oh, last night on the Mass Pike. That was your best wow. one yet. Was that, was that good? Mm. Yeah, all right. Fun. Well. Uh, I think I've mentioned before that uh, repeatedly one of the uh, oh close casket activities uh, close casket activities close casket activities one of the best uh, train rides in the world is from New York City to Montreal during fall foliage foliage. oh yeah that's considered isn't that interesting considered one of the top five uh, rail trips in the world really yes yes wow and they have like an open like a uh, glass ceiling viewing car yeah huh Uh, I mean, people want to see Coho's that much, huh? Totally fucking boring to you and I because it's yeah. like, oh, deciduous forest in the fucking fall yeah. just reminds me that I'm going to have to fucking Sick. be a slush soon. Yeah, fuck. Uh, but Black March snow. At any rate, closed casket activities, uh, purveyors of heavy music for a long minute now, maybe longer than some of you realize. Uh, I'm going to go with a classic, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go far afield. I'm going to go with one of the records that made the label. Yes. And that is In Love There Is No Law by Twitching Tongues. Mm. Now, uh, Twitching Tongues has not played a ton of shows the last year, right? Yep. Maybe two. So if you weren't a fan, and you haven't been exposed anytime recently. That's very possible, right? right. Uh, and if you're hella young, also very possible you haven't been exposed. Uh, or not exposed to this material. Yes. Uh, this record was fucking on fire when it came out and got this band fans in quarters of hardcore that you would never anticipate being game for this. And I can see that. And part of the reason I thought was it was just a fucking full of bold decisions. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it, But it was reined in a little bit that it wasn't too bold for people. Yeah, no, it's not total turnoff shit, but it's this is a lot of people's favorite Twitching Tongues material. Uh, yeah. And I think that it is uh, might be mine. Yeah, mine for sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I I think in the same way that we spoke highly of the lyrical uh, t- f- raw touch test mm-hmm. of blacklisted, this record can be pretty raw. Mm. Those lyrics are pretty wild. Oh yeah, there's a couple personal ones that are uh, of a highly specific nature. Uh, yes, and, and they're effective. Um. Uh, this record really 
put uh, Closed Casket into a different space. This along with one of the Harm's Way uh, records. Yep. I want to say Isolation. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah. Uh, really kind of like kicked things into high gear for the yep. label. So uh, shout out to both those bands. Uh, but this release, In Love There Is No Law, you should all check it out. And we're going to go to CloseCasketActivities.com. Enter the promo code. Axe to Grunt. And all three. You're going to want to spell it, it out. out. There you go. Thank you very much. Thank you to everybody who supported us. Uh, we're not going to dwell too much on the anniversary shit because, yo, know, it's the end of the year. Yeah. And another one's coming. Oh. Right? Yes. Oh, well, yeah, well, that's a little bit of a lyrical reference, everybody. Yeah. Uh, I had a band a named times. after an Embrace song for 10 years, and I regretted it every waking moment. You know what? I can't believe another year's gone by. Ah, it's still nothing. Yeah. Uh, so, As if we don't even try. Let's get into the shits. So, yo, I said it on an episode that uh, if you are a Patreon subscriber, you've heard it's our top ten lists. We did it. Uh, we didn't do it begrudgingly. We enjoy the shit because we enjoy music. It's actually a really fun it. conversation. Super fun one because it's, because it's what we do here. But the list thing is breaking our brains. I'm seeing too many whack lists also. Some whack lists, and also I think people who are str- whacklisted. Whacklisted. I think people are making lists to make lists, as opposed to, oh, let me think about what I really love this year and share my passion for that shit. It's let me throw some names down. Here it is. Here are the three. Here are the ten records that I like. And yo, know, we don't like that energy. What we are about is the idea of let's try to give some shine to that shit that really matters that we really like. It's the equivalent of being like. You have a venue that needs a big show rather than having a big show that needs a big venue. Mm. Right. Like, you feel you have to write these fucking lists and, like, maybe Correct. there's only six good records. Yo, yeah. there's... You're going to fight to get to ten. Anyone who books shows ever, if you don't know this now, you should fucking dig it into your head. You never book a show to fill a venue. You pick the venue for the show. Right. When you end up booking a show to fill the venue you fucking lose every time every it time. sucks it's yeah. not fun casino's taking your money that night i yes. stole that from wrestling there you go jim Cornette said that yes yeah, so so that said uh if you want to hear us do 10 ish records that we like this year you'll hear it that's over on the patreon we enjoyed it um but we, we wanted to to take the same energy as shit that we've talked about where we want to focus that light in on a few things that we think will be a little more long-standing. Let's say 11, because I learned the other day that uh, uh, f- uh, testing groups indicate that odd-numbered lists are uh, sexier to click on. Isn't that, oh, wow. isn't that interesting? Is that why Taylor always has odd numbers on his records? Always odd? No, he, he only does, he, he only he only does, does 10. Or he'll only do... He won't evens? do odds. He won't do odds. Oh, I thought he Just did odds. Evens. No, won't do, won't mm. do odds. I mean, I'm sure oh, so he will it's even fucking weighted. Uh, yeah, interesting. Group of like hard men that are looking at him being like, like we're doing 11. We're doing whatever we fucking yeah. want, but... Uh, a group of hard men. A group of hard men. That sounds like a clever, like... Uh, that's in my search history. It's a, uh, yeah. <laughs> One, it's a really good X video. Yep. And two, uh, it's a good, clever... Uh, Hardcore band name. That's a group I wouldn't turn off. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> Are you going to the AGAM show today? <laughs> uh, so, so in that spirit of saying, like, let's talk about what really matters. We're going to talk about the records that we think came out in 2019 that we could see ourselves listening to in three years, in five years, in ten years, that we will be listening to for years to come. 
Let's put it that way. Sure. Let's ad- let's address first and foremost. This is fucking hard this year. Really hard. And this is going to be us talking frankly, not disrespectfully, no. but frankly about the fact that we really liked a lot of your records. But did More than could fit them? on a top 10 list. Yeah. We love them. We could have made oh. 25 records that we all thought were fucking good hardcore yep. records. Like 2019, which is wild. And yeah. yeah, that's actually fucking awesome. Yeah, between the three of us, we probably could have come up with a really solid list of 75, so 25 per person, that we wouldn't dispute are like of quality. Yes. You know? And, and that's remarkable, Easily. and I'm happy that Hardcore is there, but Same. as we've discussed a little bit, where are the fucking hits, fam? I want uh, uh, the, the Dwarf song. Nothing but hits, bitch. Nothing but hits. You know what I mean? Like, so you're the Patrick with those. Patrick with the Dwarves references. It's <laughs> one of our best 2019 <laughs> revelations. Um, I just picture that in a used bin at every record store I've ever is. been on. It's a woman covered in blood. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's a cool cover. Uh, Tom. Yeah. 2018. Uh, so a year ago. Give me a couple records that you can see yourself listening to for years to come. Excalibur. Mind Force Excalibur. Mind Force. I could, would definitely be listening to Fiddlehead. Springtime and Blind. Uh, what else did I love? For me, Turnstile, Time and Space, yes. right yeah. there. Yeah, those are three records that I named right off the top. That I'm like, yo, these are these are long standing. One hundred percent. Year before that, uh, I think the um, Power Trip, Nightmare Logic. Yep, for sure. Uh, I'll listen to that for a long time. Um, I think Thousand Mile Stair was on there. Incendiary, mid 2017, 16. So yeah. if you like this, what I would say. That Mosh Madness tournament ended up being quite a few records that would fall into this category. As we, when we listened and we're like, oh shit, yeah, these have some staying power. This year, kind of a different feel. And I actually saw a lot of comments about this. Um, and it, it reflects sort of what we talked about a few episodes ago, where I think my rec- Tom's request was well put and said, I just want there to be less, more, more space for, for, for great music. It's by less stuff coming out. Right. It's equivalent. Like I always joke with my friends. Like, you will go for three weeks to a month with nothing. And then one weekend, it'll be like, oh, cool. There's like five things I would have done. Yep. So either you get option paralysis and you do none. Yep. yep. Or you pick something and go, fuck, I should have went to that other thing. Or, but then there'll be a fat, you know, like you'll be, there'll be nothing. Yeah. For three. But I think that's the same kind of thing. With this, it's kind of like feast or famine. It's been like a record for a minute, and then it's like, oh, there's like six records out this week. Fuck, right? And if like they don't, and it's it has it's no real kind of um, reflection of the quality. It's just there's so much stuff, and I feel like there's nobody. How like you hear about people that be like, how the fuck do you both book hardcore shows in the same city on the same day? Right. I feel like labels need to have that kind of talk. And be like, oh, you're putting this out on you know February seventh. Bet. All right, I'm going to do February twenty first. Sure. And it's then hard. you're going to do the fi- like. And you, you try. You you would hope that there'd be a little bit more communication there. There's but not that many labels. Well, that, that are putting that's, a- that's a different question too. That's a really good one. Um, a conversation I had today with someone about how competition in the marketplace makes pop things up. better. Had that question pop up? Uh, you never know. Um, so here's the it's great great ride. Uh, uh, the label thing too. There should be more great labels. Yeah. Um, and there are no, there there are, and there's ones that are up and coming, and that's that's where I would say I would do some lists. Like there's some really cool up and coming shit. So with this, the idea being, let's shine a light on things that we really liked 
this year was different for me. I, I saw a lot of stuff that I was like, oh, this is hinting at stuff. This is a cool EP. I really like this. But it's hard for me to put Akulu Half Alive. Those are two great songs. Yes. It would have to be a five or for, us to, for you to and I to really, sit around yeah, and go. Yeah. yeah. Say, yeah, I'm going to be listening to this. Just, you know, will I listen to all of the Akulu material that's recorded at some point in the next? Yeah, definitely. That's going to last. But it's not enough to be like, hey, this record is a laster. This is something that if we did, if we do the Mosh Madness redux of the 2010s, some of these slide in there, you know? Um, I also think that there's always the chance that something really small like a two-song or a single sort of situation is squeaks in on a legendary status if somebody breaks up or if there's... Sure. It, you know what I mean? The, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, so, the last you today seven. Jeremy. It right. can always happen, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And to be honest, I think these Akulu songs are good enough that people could definitely fucking like kids in particular could revisit this in 10 years and go yo this band so was fucking so, fire so we're going to put as our first entry here then mm-hmm. let's discuss this I think our first entry should be the Akulu material okay which is the let's say both two yeah. song half one, one came out last year but who cares and the whatever. other one came out last year but but you know it's not one more time we're gonna group it all together you get, I think it's about six songs then I it might be four, five yeah maybe, maybe six I think it's maybe I think six. four and then Oh, it might be. Is five. it four? It might be. The new one's three. The new one's, one's the new so, one's two. No, I think it's three. Is it three? Oh, but was one of the songs? Oh, mm. am I wrong? You might be wrong. Let's look it up. But yo, so here's uh, this is what I my brain spaced a little bit. Oh no, you're right. It's two. Yeah, um, my brain spaced a little bit. Here's the difference of a long time ago. If there was a really hot record that came out in 1998, uh-huh. Tom, I'd be like, yo, you got to hear this band, Jumpsuit. Yo, name's kind of wacky, but the fucking record is awesome. You got to check yeah. it out. You're going to the record store, and if you see it and you're peaked enough, you might buy it. Now, you don't have to buy it to listen to it. Like, I don't have to yeah. tape it for you or play it for you. You just click play. Yeah, you hit something on your phone so, and it plays the whole so thing. So we all now are under this paralysis. I liked your option paralysis comment, but we're all under this paralysis of accessibility where we have access to everything and so even in our episode where we did a top 10 list Patrick said made some compelling arguments and I'm like oh man I, I should go revisit those Torch records those mid-era I, I don't know if I've even really listened to them uh, both all three of us have ma- mentioned different things like oh I'm going to go and listen to that and give that a fair listen that's a very modern sensibility because we have the access to it to, oh, just, sure. to just give it a listen yeah you know, um, and that's probably pretty similar to 10 years ago, 15 years ago, you could have illegally downloaded everything and figured out your way around it, but there was more Saddam work to it. Saddam 518 had a sick folder. <laughs> uh, there were days where me and Patrick sat in our apartment and just downloaded music for like eight or nine hours. We partied. Yeah. <laughs> you boys have come a long way. Watch, watch bootleg <laughs> fucking cable. We had cable in that house somehow. Is that true? Yeah, because we'd watch Yankees games. There was nothing good on TV, but oh, I think it was jacked from I don't downstairs. Think it was, no, no, no. I, I oh. think it's honestly Paul paid for it because he wanted to watch uh, Islanders games. He did. I, I, I think that's actually what it is. That's right, because I remember at some point I actually had money and was like, do you want any money? He's like, no, nah, man, don't. He was don't. very committed to the Islanders that year. Like awesome. Mets Islanders, I think he was Something like, like that, fucking, yeah. he paid exclusively for cable for one of those, whatever it was. So good. Shout out, Paul. But so I think the fact that we can access it, we all collectively are like oh i should at least listen to this 
and then you end up with a list of things that you should be listening to. Right, you're not Instead sitting down of, with like... A- I love this record. I'm listening to this for the next three weeks till it's fucking smeared all over my face. Right, there's no record you're sitting down with and like re- looking at the photos or like reading lyrics or kind of whatever. And I think it's like, you know, if you're like, I have Spotify, I have fucking whatever. Mm-hmm. You go, I mean, I could listen to this again. I could just go back to the old, old reliable that I know that I love. So it's like, why wouldn't you know what I mean? Like, I could listen to fucking you know, magnitude six times. Right. I go back to in, through this in this defiance and just listen. To, you know what I mean? Right. Whatever. Well, like and so that was and things that you know, were more in your, your t- you when you had yeah. it for a certain amount of time. When I was younger and and listening to music was something I still like to do, uh, just as I do now. I used to rotate all the CDs in my CD book, mm-hmm. take out all the ones I liked and put in whatever new shit I had. Which is tell, yeah. And it it forced me to go, this is, I have a limited, I have a finite selection of choice here and it's going to make me listen to stuff over and over and different stuff. And that was fantastic. Because it makes a click if it, or it doesn't. Or, or it doesn't and it and ends up realize, being the shit yeah. and I'm like, yeah, I don't really like this that much. And you frisbee it out the window By the way, 35. Right. A cool, great. <laughs> Cruising down Highway 9. Steel cages and all that. I listened to two comedians today on mm. a podcast talk, they, talk in, in about... In a car getting coffee? T- no. Mm. Uh, uh, Hans and Andrew, Crossgate Small. I think it was Andrew Santino. <laughs> yeah, it was the... Uh, the guy with a dead Small tooth. Tour. What's that? The guy with a dead tooth. Andrew Santino? Yeah, they make fun of him for having a dead tooth it, on the league. Red hair guy, I don't yes. know. Mm. Uh, so he... he uh, He's kind Dead of toothed McGruff, kind yeah. of smarmy. He, he uh-huh. he's sort of a dick, but uh, good with a guest because he's fast. So, anyway, they're talking about one of their cars got stolen when they were in college, and they said, and he said, "Oh, it was tragic." A hundred, a hundred uh, CD booklet, and he goes, mm-hmm. "Oh shit, uh, doggy style." He goes, "One hundred percent, all eyes on me." He's like, "Definitely." Yep. Uh, he's like, uh, and, and he's going going uh, through and trying to pick what he had in the booklet because they're roughly the same age, and he's going. Uh, Pearl Jam, which ones? And he's like, uh, yep. Vitalogy and... Ten. Uh, Ten. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, but here's what was interesting about it. Those men, I'm sure, like all of those songs still, right? You, sure. You play any of that for... Uh, yeah. Oh, the one guy was like, let me give you, let me give you a curveball. Uh, Blues Traveler 4. And the other guy was like, a, a staple. You know yeah, what I mean? of course. <laughs> like, Come on. Run around, are you kidding me? Uh, and all of these, everybody, were legitimate, like, for normies that liked guitar music, this yes. was inescapable. Yes. Now... Here's what Everclear. Duh, of that, course. They named it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. The first uh, Foo Fighters. Yeah. Duh. Uh, no doubt. Tragic Kingdom. Yeah. Um, yes. So everybody, here's what it did for me. Walking in the spider webs. I'll never hear that song the same way again after you gave me that info. Uh it made me think about these men who love those songs, not taking anything away from them. This is a totally valid relationship with music, who are not seeking out new music at all. Right. You know what I mean? And it struck They're just me. trying to pop in fucking Stone Temple Pilots. Yes. Fucking, but because yeah. that was from the time when they were checking out music. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But And you can hear the passion they have for that For like music. Blind Melon. You yes. know what I mean? Like no things rain, that are like man. second string. Yeah. Uh, but it's still meaningful for you. them. Shannon Hoon. It's still R.I.P. It's still meaningful for them. Yes. Whatever. But it occurred to me that I do not want that relationship with music at all. No judgment, you know. None. Fuck it. But like, I just I I'm happy to be checking out new shit. Me too. Uh, that said, yeah. Let's flip the let's pendulum the other way. That said, this is my dose of negativity for our episode 100. Mm. Um, ton of good records. Call you Dose Daddy PK. Ton, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm dosing you. I'm micro dosing everybody mm-hmm. on negativity. Uh. 
ton of good records. Something's gone wrong. Do they go big personality on the next one or no? Is personality coming back or no? It has to. Because personality is what trumps things, you know, and I hate using the fucking word, but but it's what it's what it's what one ups people. It's what it what it's what puts other people behind them and yes. what separates you from a crowd. Yes. So so but here, am I, uh, firstly, let's examine my statement. Yes. Am I wrong? <sighs> I mean, uh, when let's, when let's, here, well, let me let's examine your statement. Say it again. A lot of good records, a lot of well-written hardcore records. Um that anybody anybody who loves hardcore could listen to and enjoy. And have a really nice year with. Yep. Now, which of these records stands out and why, to me, comes down often to personality. Correct. Uh, you've phrased it in a much better way this time, yes. So, do we see more personality out of releases next year? Yes. Okay. That's interesting. I think we do because I think we got a lot of EPs and stuff. And... The one part where I think you have to show personality is in, if you're going to do a full length and it has no personality, you're dead in water. Oh. Dead. I won't mention there is a band that we all like. Yep. We don't love, but we like as people and we like their- Good band. A good band. <laughs> good dudes. Who put out an LP with that was flat on the personality thing and it went from a thing that everybody was talking about- Highly confident every other way. To n- n- what's happened? Like what happened? Uh, yeah, what Where happened? Uh, what and, happened? And what happened? And that to me, look, and this can happen to anybody because for anybody listening, I've been through every part of putting out a record mm-hmm. and feeling good about it, feeling bad about it, feeling every part of it. So yes. it, 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 everybody needs to get back on the fucking horse if if, if something doesn't go right. That's yeah. it. But talking about it plainly. I want more personality and I don't think I'm being a baby. <laughs> can I, can I, I want to examine this too. I want to go to the other side. So we talked about the conversation about the 1994 CD book. Yes. You don't want that relationship with music. No, I don't want, I don't want everything to be in the On past. On the other side, do you want to be just tracing the dragon of what's new? Oh no! I think. Do you no- want to treat music like it's because of what I'm seeing is people treating music like a checklist. Yo, you- treating your days like a countdown. Treating your music <laughs> listening like a countdown of like, yup, listened, yup, listened, yup, listened. How many? If you only listened to that Longfish record once, yep. How would you have fucking? How what? would you have absorbed it? Uh, this is no. You would not have. This is no exaggeration my life would be different yes yeah and that's what people need to understand about music as an art form um when you sit with music it sits with you yo take it from i know you like when i read ads from my co-host of another podcast (laughs) in Sits. You already with, told us who the podcast. No, he, yeah, Ian, he yeah. sits with music. Yeah, I know. And when, like, when I talked, I've gotten the chance to talk with him about music. It's fantastic. He, I, I I appreciate it. Like it's know? annoying. Like having been on tour with him many times, it's annoying when it's the Beatles. You know what I mean? But 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 when it's something that like I actually like, it, it's wonderful to talk to oh. somebody that pick spent the time. You know it's what I mean? Pulling like, it apart. Yo, like, if you sit with a record. And no one's telling you you have to be listening for this or that. But if you listen to a record, you can spend time in that 
two and a half minutes or one minute or fucking 30 seconds when it comes to a power violence song mm-hmm. and listen to the different parts and listen to all the things different. You can listen to the way the things that are interacting with each other. You can listen to the way that they're hitting you at different times. And that changes your experience with it. And that's the thrust of all of this is to say that no one's telling you there's one way to consume music. It blows my mind how much I see people... Um, what is that fucking uh, the human centipede thing? Uh, eating butt. Yes, but but like, but like that's how it seems like they're treating music as it goes in and goes out and goes into the next and goes out and goes into the next and it there's no sustenance in it. You know, no. If you are listening to something once, that's cool. You might like it or you might think it's whatever. But if you get in the habit of not going and really sitting with records, it's one of the things we've identified a few times is that man, it'd be nice to like. I, I've made a conscious effort over the past three months to go sit with older records that I've loved for years but haven't sat with in a while just to feel more comfortable and it's given me better points of reference when I'm listening to the new shit. You sure. Know? So. I also think that a thing that we've talked about like some of you may not be articulate people. Nothing wrong with that. Different people got different skills so you might not be able to adequately explain why you love something totally happens right Mm -hmm. and also there's some things that feel ineffable so like if you sit down and you have uh some indian food for the first time Mm -hmm. you might have a difficult time explaining what your experience was right and you can have that with music where you can't explain why you love it so much you simply love it so this is an exercise i want people to to undergo to test themselves on this because there's two things one what you're saying is dead right you shouldn't feel a pressure to express it in a clinical way. That's I not a to, quiz. I listened to a podcast where there were people speaking about the John Williams Star Wars scores and talking music theory. I took a music theory class once. Holy shit, I forgot all that shit. Yeah. Uh, it's wild. It's You're speaking a different language, straight up. It's, it's fascinating to me, but also for somebody who's uninitiated or who doesn't care, it's gibberish. Yeah. Gibberish. But... The other side is, try to describe a smell. You'd have to know. You'd have to know the uh, notes, quote unquote. And so, 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 it, uh, so, even you, if you can't try to describe it, if you're, let's say you're, you're not like, what is that smell? What is it making you feel? What is it sensing? That's my hope. Is that the way we talk about this? No one in this room is uh, a musical like um, virtuoso in the fact that. We don't play instruments, Tom and I vaguely consider ourselves musicians. Right. He doesn't thing. consider himself a musician. I, I, take, I take offense to that because you are. Yeah, he is. And you, you should give yourself more credit for it. But. I appreciate that. But. We don't speak classically on it. And that's okay. And you don't have to either. To show what you like about something. Yo, it could be the way you feel. Anyways, that's a recurring theme. What our point here is, let's talk about some good music. You, you, you were wrong and you were right, and I was wrong and I was right. The first Akulu Seven Inch is only three songs. The second is only two. So there's there five go. songs. So uh, we're we're including that in great music. Just real quick around the room, Tom, you like Akulu a lot too. I do. Yep. Yeah, great I brand. mean, to me, we said this on the Patreon. The most competent of New York hardcore. Uh, they're pulling in influences from all over the place. Um, in the past, I think I cited that I heard some Inside Out California stuff in the more melodic parts. I hear some Beyond. I hear, I hear Chromags. I hear, you know, I hear thrash metal. 
I hear some I, of that on like, the new on the two new songs. I really hear thrash. Yeah, yeah. I, I hear I hear thrash metal, both the like more underground stuff, and then also like, oh, these dudes these dudes know who Metallica is, sure, and are like like pulling from that that level of quality. Um, and this is something I think I think people will be listening to in, for years and years and years, and maybe not just listening to, but also pulling from. So when something is accessible. And also good. People are going to come around again, no matter what. You know what I mean? Like, we talk about it all the time. Flipper, legendary band. Anybody pulling from Flipper? Nope. Not a living person. You know what I mean? Not directly, at least. And the, the that's because there's no tracks there, flat out, right? But if you got tracks, right? people are, some fucking 19-year-old in Mizzou. We'll find it. Yo, Bob, help me out. Somebody said a city in Michigan that was truly the most ludicrous name I'd ever heard in my life. Can mm. you think of what it might be? Mackinac City? No. Um, in that spirit, though. Yeah. I thought it was with an L, but I was like, my mind was blown. Oh, interesting. Lansing. <laughs> interlocking. A fantastic guess. Interlocking. No, I know your love for interlocking, but there, uh, yeah. it, there's... It was... I... I, I could not believe now. Where are we cl- talking? It's on the mitt. Clear, clearly, it's an American Indian name. Oh, okay. But but it, I, it was a collection of not Muskegon. A collection of vowels I'd never heard before in my oh, life. Ass- assembled in such a way. Hmm. All right, we'll figure it out. We'll look. Um, Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> Shockingly, no. <laughs> so anyway, let's, uh, sorry to derail. Let's let's go back. Uh, if you got hits. People coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are going to revisit. That's why we can talk all day and all night about uh, kind of the virtues of something like Trapped Under Ice. Uh, personality, uh, uh, a kind of a melding of styles that was just so fucking powerful at the time. But here's what's going to keep people coming back. Fucking tracks, my dude. So, but, but what makes up tracks are a lot of those elements usually. So we've got competency. We've got... Good enough, we'll say, uh, over the threshold of production and, and stuff that we appreciate. It works for the sound. And then personality. Competency plus personality typically is going to be key components of this. It's not always because there are bands who are very competent and have a lot of personality and they end up being an albatross. The band. Uh, yeah, that's a lot of personality that nobody wants. And yes. talent. Yeah, sure. But but not... I, I can't think of a single soul who's talked about an all albatross in more than a decade. Let me take it in a more hardcore uh, yeah. analog here. Do you think a kid is compelled by Chokehold at all? No. No. No, right? Because there's no tracks there. No. Am I wrong? I don't think there's any tracks. It, I was thinking... Do they about, have a hit song? I was thinking about this uh, yesterday. I was like, I'm going to go and revisit the Chokehold uh, discography I was like right and then I was like my memory of this is that like integrity you don't gotta love there's a cult of integrity that I think is maybe unnecessary mm-hmm. right? right might turn people off it, it, but there's at there's least a couple fucking tracks Misha you remember Misha track tracks <laughs> you know what I mean so you remember hollow you remember yeah so but but does anybody is there Die a hard. Is there There's a choke, tracks. Is there a chokehold track? No. And therefore, is it possible that it will only be lip service from here on out? 
Yes. Now I'm not. I'm not. No, 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 no. I'm this not isn't talking a disco cult. I'm this not. Isn't, not yeah, at all. Right, you know. And, this and, is speaking plain. I don't think. I'm not like, talking. I'm not talking okay, to our listeners who are 40, by the way. Right, right, right. This is to anyone who's just who's discovering him in a posthumous, non-nostalgia yeah. way. No, I don't think there's a chokehold track. If we did a Mosh Madness of the 90s, the bands who are going to win are the bands with tracks. Yes. Like, yo, here's the deal. I'm not an Earth Crisis fan, but they've got tracks. Yeah, they do. They got tracks. Snapcase got tracks. Yep. Strife got tracks. 108 got tracks. Yep. You know what I mean? Like. All the Los Crudos. Does Los Crudos have tracks? We've talked about it. I don't know any tracks. I like I know them. a slogan that yes. is that that is Illegal I think UK. a song. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. And, but I know it because the title. Right. This was what was your fucking bit? The uh I don't know what Grimes is. I don't know what Grimes is. What was there was a bit. It was old man yelling at the clouds. Oh, yeah. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was a good bit. It was a good bit on his Instagram story. So everybody everybody there needed. there is a uh, Instagram filter that puts you in the Simpsons yeah. old man yelling at cloud thing. It's very and fun. It was, it I was, checked in. It was Patrick doing a bunch of and I was like, Oh, this is a good podcast bit. I didn't I, I said it specifically this is a good podcast bit because I wasn't sure if it was a good worst possible timeline or uh, no, we haven't done you know, we, we <laughs> But it's it was good. But I don't know if Los Crudos, and I like Los Crudos. I don't know if they have tracks. Like we said, we we all would like to like No Escape. I don't think they have tracks. No tracks. But Fixation on a Coworker, that's on, that's going to be on Mosh Madness. Oh, yeah. 90s, you know, if we did that, it would be on there. Um, Please don't, don't, don't fan service one. It would be ugly. Don't fan service Mosh Madness thing. If we feel like it, we'll do it. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Thank you for your interest. Are we going to do one? uh, We're going to do it. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of, I I don't know. I, I, I'm just the, the the length of time is the biggest part to do the production on the air. Is, length of time. of time, no tracks. Length How of time. dare you? The, You're not allowed back in Belgium. Think that, about it. That Lansing, Michigan hardcore band from 1993. Length of time, no tracks. <laughs> <laughs> so, I I think that there's going uh, a Kulu is a good example because I think those are tracks. Yes. You know what I mean? So, oh, two so, of them. Like well, so we said we were going to include the three from 2018 because there'll be five tracks. So there'll be five tracks. That's five enough. track EP. Um, do let's talk about this year. Let's get right into the heart of this. I am unsure. The one step closer record is a maybe for me. Okay, it has tracks. The song "The Reach" is a track. Six songs, debut EP. I think. It could make this list. Are you hitting back on the reach out? Yeah. Uh, am I hitting? I haven't given it the dissection that I'd like that that you do when you hit back, like you know. Because uh, I've only hit back on really one record. Nah, the Colonial Wound record. I also hit back. Okay, so I've hit but back, that's, on, and that's still fresh, fresh. Yes, too. it is. Yeah. It's so. only like three weeks. Is it? But so I've only hit back going holy shit mm-hmm. a couple times this entire year. Yes. So, okay, you know what, something? the This is a funny one because it was an honorable mention on my top 10, but the ceremony in the spirit world. You hit back on that first track. I hit back on that first track. It's really good. And there's other tracks too, but that that is a track Here, that I will be listening to in five years. It's honestly almost a danger to have your first track that, be that good. good be the track. And it's you want so it to hit, dynamic, but if it's the it's track, so it can good. be almost a problem. Holy shit! Well, it's also in the the modern parlance, 
it's the hit single, it's the best song, it's the first song because that's the one you want to be sure. played first when you click on a record on streaming. Yeah. So, and it, you know, I, I I don't have any insight into the why they actually did that, but you know, that that could be an easy solution. Ceremony didn't make my top 10 from this year, but I'm likely to listen to it more in five years or I could see myself listening to it. Whereas, yo, the Heavy Discipline 7 Inch is very good. It made my top 10 of the year. Maybe I'll listen to it in five years. But maybe they put out a record that's better and I like that more next year. Or maybe it just gets to be one of those records that's filed away and I'm like, oh yeah, that's a good record. I haven't spun it in a long time. I have I have hundreds of those. Yeah, I know. You know? I'm trying to get away from that. Like, okay. I'm trying to... Okay, so here's a question for you. You might, as a person... Okay, ceremony record. Mm-hmm. You followed their entire career. I have. And I wouldn't say, as far as the music goes... That you've always been a fan. Yeah, no. Yeah, for sure. Right. Uh, to be honest, is this heretical? I think early ceremony is pretty snoozy to me. You know what I mean? I, I, I Live reaction music, right? What? And live reaction music. Yes. And and I could see if you were 17 being like, this is oh, fucking Oh, fuck it, for it. sure, right. Fuck but yeah. I was, whatever. I was, yeah, whatever. Right. I was same. And so, it's so, just, you know. It, it, but do you think somebody who hasn't followed ceremony would have the same response to this new record that you did? Is the track there to that degree? I think that track is there to that degree. Mm. I think that track is so good that it's like, oh, if you like this kind of music at all, which is kind of like the punk-leaning, new wave kind of thing, um, that you could appreciate that song and be like, oh, what is this? I almost feel like you could drop in off it completely fresh. Because it, quite honestly, like... It, L-shaped man and in spirit with those two records, the last two ceremony records, feel like they're a very own thing. You know, I'm sorry for beating up ceremony. And more questions on this. No, it's great. I, I think they're a great it, band. How bad is their age hurting them on this new record? I have no idea. It's hard to say. In terms, but but because the sound appeals to an older demographic, I and know. I don't know, like this whole know. wave of stuff. I'm not sure how much young young people are really feeling. I think they are. I saw people today really like bopping to this kind of stuff, but I don't know. I mean, do you guys think that this is something that this is the ceremony record? This is the question we circle around on all these things. Like, I like I like the last fucked up record. I like you know it's a really good record. Made my list last year, but we were like, yo, how many twenty year olds are bopping this? Okay, is ceremony the same question or is it a different one? Yeah, no, I think it's like this is a fun- and is this a question you think about for your bands? Yeah, I, th- I think, it, but I just think it's a fundamentally fascinating. Like Touche Amore mm-hmm. on their Instagram or whatever, they said, uh, "Hey, this has been a great year. We're wrapping up our tour, our final tour of the year. This has been a great year, but it's been a backwards-looking year, and we're excited next year. Look we're going to be doing things to push our band forward. It's uh, it, and recording all Russ Robinson. To me, mm-hmm. that is exactly what I want." I have a. I you do you, the problem is you can't do the backward look, and you need to figure that out for yourself. Just as a thing, I, as a person, I can't do it. I but, know you need but, to work on it. But the point is <laughs> <Anyways>. that <laughs> the, the point is is that if Touche wrote a record of straight fucking fire, right? Can they grab a young person? Yes, no. Yes. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. 
I think live and stuff they just they put on so well that they're I think. great. It, 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 it they're great. They ha, it, what I'm saying has nothing to do with. Well, I mean, I saw them with Turnstile, which is a y- younger skewing younger, crowd. Yeah, sure, and they killed. Okay, killed at Warsaw. Okay, because it's youthful music. I just I honestly I don't I don't know right. Like who's I, going to see a lot of dispute? What's that? Who goes to see a lot of dispute? Okay, so. Young kids? I don't know. And I know every know. fucking word. I, I think I think it's honestly kids that grew up with La Dispute who are now in grad school. My assumption is that, but I honestly am saying I don't know because I literally don't know. I only thing. know I one. I don't, I don't feel comfortable yeah. making that answer because it's speculation. Now, we have talked about other stuff that's happening and being like, oh, the average age for this special show is well over 30. Right. Even though it's all youthful, theoretically youthful music, you know, in sound. And that's the question to me. Because I, I agree. Touche is youthful music. I feel like that's not a 40-year-old band. No. no I, I I don't. I, this is a delicate conversation because I don't want to make it sound like Ceremony's cash. I don't want to make it sound like Touche's cash. I'm not saying any shit like that. Because mm-hmm. the truth of the matter is, when you have worked as hard as those bands... You have fans. You're not cashed. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I don't anybody read disrespect into this. What, what I'm trying to say is, is there a magic number after which you are too fucking old? And I don't mean age. I mean number of releases. I mean... Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ling- longevity. Yes. Yeah. Uh, is there... And uh, look, we all... We're, some, we're a new record. Can you... Right. Can you... Can your fifth album be your best record or be well that yeah my answer is yes but can your fifth album be the record people discover or a new crop of people discover okay so we've because touche's let's use touche because i i think they get the energy of our room and know that there's a lot of love for them and if you don't care about touche fill in your favorite band sure they're going into writing a new record looking forward is there how do they Make it connect with young people. Tom picked up on one of the primary objectives. Be dope. Be dope. Be dope live in a way that makes it undisputable that you're an active, vibrant thing. The check mark. They got it. Right. Ceremony checks that too. Check mark. They got it. Add some like post Malone. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you need to do. That's what you need. Okay. Well, you, you just gotta what? like sing through a pitch shifter. I'm what taking you call a that? note. Autocorrect. I'm taking a note right well, now. Well, I would autocorrect. What's is it called? Autocorrect. Uh, Auto tune. Auto tune. Yeah. <laughs> that's all you need to do. Jeremy, just toss some of the vocals through the. It's actually got a new name. Yeah, it does. Yeah, does it? it? Yeah. Damn, we showing our age. Here. SoundCloud. It's called SoundCloud. It's a little pump. A little beep. Here's here's I think I think the. Illusion of youth is a bad thing for an older band. How do you mean? I think trying to appeal or doing things that younger bands are doing is a bad thing. It's embarrassing. Be your age. Right. Now, that doesn't mean like that you're 34 means you're fucking, you know, tomb mold. You're not fucking Tutankhamun. No. You know, like you can, you can still be young and vibrant and enjoy that shit. But, but if you try to like, hello, follow kids. That shit's the most obvious shit in the although, world. Very although, if you are constantly calling attention to how fucking decrepit you are, that's shit. Even too. worse, exactly. That's shit. It's bad. Um, so the point being, too, I think I liked one of your things you said. Just one. Old, yeah, just better than half of one. one. What's worse, 
the old person who decries and says everything sucks now or the old person who's like everything's the best now oh, you mean aka music journalists well, you know, because that's jur- a special breed. Music journalists—it's the fraudiest career in the world. Because if you sit around going everything sucks, you have no readership. So basically, your job is to pretend that you're John yeah. Peel and on the cusp of everything. Yeah. But in fact, that's an embarrassing position. You—you yes. you can't pull it off with the dignity that somehow that dude managed. So you just look like the guy who is in his mid forties chasing SoundCloud rappers because you heard the kids are about it. So I had this thought. I was like, Yo, you know what? When you're young, being cool is a lot of things. Yeah. But it's also not a lot of things. There's a lot of things that aren't cool today sure. when you're young. Once you're over 30, you can get away with liking a lot of things, being into a lot of things, doing a lot of things, as long as you're tasteful about it. As long as you're not on some bullshit, loud yelling. Like, yo, I had a dude today who was like, yeah, my roommate, yeah, he goes to wine tastings. He goes out and does all this stuff. And he was like, it's cool. It's just what he likes. And I'm like... Huh, dope for him. Let me tell you. Because it was being tasteful about it. He's not like, you know, if somebody came up to me and was like, yeah, you know, I got real into marble collecting the last couple of years, I'd be like, huh, all right, dope, man. That's cool. As long as he's not wearing the like, I'm Mr. Marble t-shirt and has some fucking stickers on his car and is also like, got to go to the marble meeting today, guys. Big day at the rig. Well, I, I don't even want to get started on some of these fucking dudes out here but uh, <laughs> i get i've recently gotten a call from two bands yeah i don't know why i'm a guru i've got very little success in this life but slayer and <laughs> yes. king diamond cool. Sla- the guys in slayer were like where do what we do go we from do here now? how yeah. do we pivot <laughs> like, how do we grow age gracefully think about Patrick? rapping so uh <laughs> b- both brother. bands have a little bit of heat mm-hmm. and are getting offers from labels that are not cool mm-hmm. but that have money mm-hmm and there's this hard question. Do we sign the the contract that is in front of us? You want money or cred? That is also good. It's yeah. not it's not a scam. Nobody's getting mm-hmm. fucked here. This is good money for what we do. And it could be a nice push, you know, labels with resources, etc. And these are grown men who yep. don't have any they don't have personal hang ups about being cool or not cool. Right, because they're over thirty. Right, exactly right. But also, listen, everybody in the sound of our voice, we do know a couple people, sadly, who are career musicians who still believe in cool. Ugh. We do know them. Ugh. It's tragic. I'm living in a garage and they're more tragic than I am. Yeah, that's really tragic. But for tragic the most kingdom. part, if you're a career musician, you learn pretty quickly that cool is the most worthless commodity that exists in all of life. Yes. Right? Now, buys you no sandwich at the deli. Right. But but except when it when you can leverage cool for a for a something. For yeah. a something, right? And that's the question that these bands got. Do I go with the shit that is not cool, but this record's gonna sound great, mm-hmm. or do I sit on my hands hoping that the people that know how cool we are somehow come up with the money right (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah, do we do we hope that the long-term support is there and we can do this or do we take take the money and run and it's fucking hard Mm -hmm. like i think that in 2019 uh the label 
has been so minimized by Spotify. It's legitimately a t- it's a single line at the yeah. bottom of the yeah. album, right? And people are artists ask, "What does a label even do?" Yes, yeah, and so that's interesting to me. And if that's the truth, if the label quote unquote doesn't matter, and many of them don't see themselves as mattering anymore, they're not necessarily in love with building their own brand. They're, There's many have put themselves out to pasture. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, or fallen back in such a way that they're just financing records. They're yep. not. It, it, oh, yeah, they might as well be fucking investors, right? Keep. Yep. Oh, you don't want our logo on your shit? That sure, would have whatever. That would have offended us deeply ten years ago. <laughs> oh, we would have said no. Take a hike, and now it's like, all right, well, we're still distributing it, so we'll still be making all the money on it. It's fine. That's cool. Yeah. So with that in mind, I'm inclined. What would you say? I say. Probably take the offer in front of you and tour until you are you prove what you are. Got the big money offer, Tom. I take the money. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know what? Like, I made that mistake as a kid. Yeah, yeah don't you be did. a fucking idiot. I don't know. I think in some ways it helped your legacy. Am I wrong? <sighs> you think that? Uh, well, okay. Wait. Full well, transparency. Yeah, full transparency. Yeah. First, after the first record, what were the main hardcore labels in 1997? Victory, Revelation. Yeah. Yeah. Initial. Yeah. I mean, what well, we Maybe had two to th- three. Like yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Hey, EVR would have counted, sure. Yeah. yeah. And like, we could have went with Victory. Yep. They came to like romance us. Mm-hmm. Jason Upright came to see us in, uh, <laughs> at the, uh, uh, what was it called? Glasshouse? Public Storage. Public Storage pre Before it became Chain Reaction. Mm-hmm. And um, I fell off the stage. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good impression. And all like these Orange County dudes came because they're like, it must be big. Like VOD's huge, and they came and like there was like twenty five people there. Mm-hmm. Story of our lives. But I feel like Chain could, Reaction used to be called Public Storage. Yes, yeah. it's a much better name. I think it was literally like it was a yeah. shitty little. Yeah. yeah, I think it's cool though. Yeah. yeah. Um. But I mean, I think I wonder how things would have changed at the time. Like we have re- any kind of. Um, Legacy we have is because like we're like oh man you almost made it <laughs> you know what I mean like that's a weird well and there's a, and there, there is a certain endearment to people in right. the postscript that's like oh man indecision so good they should have been they they should have been even should have been times a bigger ten times bigger and you look back and go yeah we could have been that would have been cool yeah that would have been cool to walk into like the local record shop and see our record somewhere well so like, I thought this was such a good comment because you're. Unorthodox on wreckage, right? Yeah, yeah, same thing. And Silent Majority, Life of a Spectator is on exit with exit, us, right? Yeah. About and the same I had, time. and you talked, you gave big shout outs to Silent Majority on Great the pain. Personal Classics yeah. um, episode, and I had a person who was exactly my age, maybe a year older, from California, been going to shows same amount of time as me, who said, how have I been into this music for this long and I never heard the Silent Majority record? I fucking love this. He discovered it because you pointed it out. Okay, I take it back. You were definitely fucked. <laughs> you were definitely but, and fucked. That's the part to victory. me. I'm like, yo, I mean, this is a dude. He definitely had every victory record. Right. No question. And he, I think, in fact, he was aware of indecision, but, but something like Silent Majority. And I wonder, he just happened to be a little bit more on the hardcore aware side of things. And I wonder about that story for you guys. And how much more aware people could have been had your record been on Victory. Right. And like Sound Majority came out on EVR. Right. You know what I mean? Like Just that little difference. Right. Our like little Long Island, New York, certain other places, Atlanta thing would might have been a little bit more widespread. widespread. Right. I mean at the time, ninety seven. 
who the fuck was on, you know what I mean? It was like mm-hmm. the biggest of the big. Yeah. You know what I mean? We would have been going on tour with fucking Hatebreed and not just doing Sound Majority, Millhouse, and Indecision every fucking summer for three years. <laughs> <laughs> and wondering, like, why isn't this getting any better? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so the question being, should, should they take the money? Take the money. Fuck everybody that likes you now. <laughs> no, I like you know this. what though. I think the temperature of the room is so different now too. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I think the, judge, the judgment's who, not there. The judgments are way different because I think no. people. I mean, are that was part around. of our, you know, judgment. Like, I want to stay fucking DIY. I don't want to go like yep. to go to like Victory, which at the time was a fucking regular. Like it wasn't yeah. like yeah. it wasn't what it would be in four years. Tony's not who Tony. I mean, he he was the same shithead back then. I'm sure, mm-hmm. but you know, and they're like, no man, we're staying with Exit. Like, cool man. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Yes, we're out there, everyone. I'm Hal Schwartz. And I'm Flynn McClain. Together, we host None But the Brave, a podcast dedicated to the music and career of Bruce Springsteen. Bruce and E Street Band are on tour right now for the first time in six years, and we're taking a detailed look at what's happening on stage in our bi-weekly episodes. We've also been recently joined by some very exciting guests, including rock journalist Warren Zanes and Stephen Hyden, Backstreet's Magazine founder Charles Cross, and Barstool's Kirk Menahan. If you're a diehard Springsteen fan, this is the show for you. So please subscribe to Nimba the Brave on your favorite podcasting platform, and we hope to see you further on up the road. Thank you so much! We'll be seeing you! Ever wonder what a punch from Elton John feels like? Or how you cope with having turned down the chance to be in Nirvana? Or what signal Keith Richards gives when he wants you to get the hell out of his hotel room? Fans of Too Much Effing Perspective don't have to wonder, because they've heard these exact stories and a jillion others on our podcast. I'm Alex Hoffman, former tour manager for Radiohead. And I'm musician and comedy writer Alan Keller. On the TMEP show, we get guests like Nancy Wilson from Heart, Jeremiah Freights from the Lumineers, and Modern Family's Julie Bowen to tell us things they may have only shared with their therapist, clergy, or a TMZ stringer. So join us on Too Much Effing Perspective. That's E-F-F-I-N-G Perspective. The only podcast you crank up to 11. Uh, so uh, le- without telling tales out of school, I think it's ascribed to Lincoln, but maybe it's probably not Lincoln, uh, is, uh, is success or, or, or money doesn't uh, change a man. It reveals him, right? Has mm-hmm. uh, that mm. ever been more true than with Tony Victory? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like that's just like the, like a revealing yeah. thing. Like, like money was the was the thing that you rub on the invisible ink, and you're like, oh right. no, oh, I hate shit. this yeah. message. Oh no, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, terrible. Yeah, yeah, but he was a shithead before he had money. 
That's what I'm saying. It's just one, like yeah. reveal. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, right. That's true. What it do you think? What do you think money it. would reveal about me? About you? Would I still like to terrible sleep? style? Would I still like to sleep no bed frame or? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know what you would. You would spend a lot of money on clothes. I think. Yeah. Yeah, you like clothes. Those are those were expensive shoes you had last week, and those are expensive pants. I think you would. Oh yeah, yeah. You were you were a little bit into clothing. You think so? Well, I mean, I'm not going just off myself. You will comment on lots of people's clothes. Mm. I've never. I'm pretty sure I remember on end of year tour you commenting on at least two members of the band's clothes, and them looking at you. What the fuck are you talking about, dude? Look at what you're wearing. Oh, like where I said, like you guys look like fucking bums. Yes, shit like I that. Did, I, I, you know what? I did compliment a dude the other day. I said that's a really nice jacket. You care you about that? clothing, but I, I saw a really nice. Um, I guess the what's the Canadian Goose fucking jackets? Uh, a vegan alternative, Woolex or something like that. Ooh. Looked really cool. I wanted to see about them sponsoring us because these seven hundred dollar jackets looked awesome. I don't think I'm telling anybody's secrets here. Uh, Dave Sausage. Huge jacket guy. Oh yeah, great great jackets. Holy fuck! Yeah, lives the lifestyle. Got I it. I can't believe you told his secret. <laughs> his dark secret. I'm sorry, Dave. The, his his, his outerwear. Him. He no, but he's like into outerwear. So do you see this? This dude would be into fucking clothes. Nah. He'd be wearing the outerwear. Nah. Be like, oh, sausage. You think that jacket's nice? Check this out, mm-hmm. Ferrari. I was thinking I would like to get a haircut. Like as we talked about, haircut every two weeks plus yep. little Manny. Little Manny, no oh, Patty, no Patty. What was Patty? what was the deal with your fucking skincare shit you got in the mail? Uh, so, I, I've dated women who care so much about their skin, yes. and as a result, they it's don't age. They look great. There's sure. pretty skin, but I've never considered it. Okay, you know, what I mean, I'm like, oh, I'll look like Benicio del Toro. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Uh, the other day I was like, you know what? How like I look like Guillermo del Toro. Get me some fucking, yeah. Get me some astringent. All right, got it. I said, how much Fuck. is this shit really? Uh-huh. Right? You can set yourself up with like a lot of decent skincare You're for 50 laced, bucks huh? if you really try. Okay. But you can't do like that 12-step Korean shit where you fucking no, no. like, it's, you know, fucking 1,500 just to fucking... Uh, Step through the doors of the opportunity. But... Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's my new skincare shit is uh, once a week doing whatever that glycolic peel or whatever the fuck. And then, Clobach. yeah. All right, we'll report back. Clobachar. We'll, we'll, we'll hear about it. Clobachar. And then, uh, and then using that moisturizer that all the women say is, is the shit. Is the shit. Uh, we're going to, we'll go to Glossier next week, all right? But okay, um, yeah, all right. Uh, Tom, put it on the ca- put it on my tape. Yes. What do we got? What what records would you say you could see from this year being something you revisit years down the line? Uh, hardcore in 2019. Because hmm. we are we hit we said yo mind force excalibur damn yeah the fiddlehead record damn yeah turnstile record damn mm-hmm. we're like yo there's a Kulu song so there's only five of them but okay damn yeah I think it's tougher this year sadly yeah, um, I said one step closer is a maybe like I think that that's yeah. a very very good record by a band who you know has plans to do more and like I believe that people who are around like people their age in a hardcore are going to look at that and go damn that was a fucking track that was a great record you know right right I mean I was thinking like I mean it's, it's also personal so it's weird like mm-hmm. it's like you know sure I maybe the restraining order LP or okay. like that knocked loose record yeah but like five years from now I'm going to be an older gentleman Oh, so you're thinking about your your relation to things? So yeah, and I'm like, question. am I gonna fucking put a knock loose when I'm almost fifty? 
Right. That's a good question. You know what I mean? And no shade, you know, no shade to any of those. But I'm trying to think like like ceremony makes sense because it's like this record will grow with me. Right. And I wouldn't be a weirdo being 43 listening to this like Gary Newman shit. Well, and that was the thing to me too when I was talking about this. I was like, the Glitter record made my list. Ceremony was my honorable mention. But they're the two among the stuff I was thinking about. And the Berries LP on Run for Cover, a non-hardcore record. So let's let's put it there. That I was like, oh, these are all records I could see myself sitting with and really revisiting. But for hardcore stuff, it's got to be creme de la creme. It's got to be the top of the fucking pops. And that's where I put shit like Mind Force Excalibur or the Fiddlehead LP. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. Turnstile. The One Step Closer record is probably the closest this year outside of Akulu. I can't speak to the One Step Closer release. Yeah, what do you got? What do you think? I don't know. I I was just reminded of an anecdote because we were talking about aging Mm. and somebody hit me the other day and said, "Uh, you make more sense to me now that I've seen Slapshot. They just recently saw Slapshot and said... It, 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 the way that you attempt to do what you do right. makes more sense to me now. Also, I said, oh, how were they? And he said, shockingly good. And right. I've seen Slapshot be great. And I've, I've seen them seen, be terrible. And I've seen them be ass. Yep. And I'm glad that this kid saw them on a, good on a, yep. on a day yep. where yep. they ruled. But uh, it got me thinking, would I want to be Choke? How old do you reckon Choke is? 55. Yeah, I would say. Oh, really? Fi- we're giving him 55? He's older? No, I, I was going to say maybe a little bit If younger. Ian's 57. Okay. so Right, I mean, think about it. Okay, so I'm a, you guys can speak hypothetically. I'm going to use real names, but you guys don't have to attach yourself if I'm going to be disrespecting anybody, all right? Oh, boy. Would you rather be Choke or would you rather be Al Braille? Choke. Choke. Me too. And why is that for you guys? I think being actively involved, even if you are 55 on a stage and maybe not always flattering, maybe not always flattering, but like I've seen Choke fucking truly enjoy himself on stage as an old man. He looks, he looks like he's enjoying his life. Yes. And I don't know what Al Barreal's doing. No, he might, I mean, he might enjoy every day of his life too, but he looks like a cranky old fuck. Yes, that's true. And... And look, we should point out that there's plenty of guys we know who love being cranky old fucks. And it's like, crazy to be saying that Choke is the the not cranky old fuck. Here. <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. But I guess here's what I'm saying is I want to, like, somebody might look at Choke and be like, yo, this motherfucker's past his sell-by date. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, it, But, yo, to me, he is past the sell-by date. And he's still fucking awesome. And when we're talking about the individual experience, like the, some hedonistic fucking relationship with the world where you want to be having a good time. Right. Yep. I'm with it. I mean, have you seen him? He's fucking jacked. Yeah, you know, he's looking pretty good. Really good shape. He's looking pretty good. Yeah, that's true. Super intimidating. Like, looking pretty good. Tell him that he's he's washed. (laughs) See how that works out for you. At this point, he might just laugh at you. I don't think, you know. No, but I I wouldn't want to fucking take a punch from the guy. No, no, certainly not. Um, But... I don't know. I, I, I think about this stuff a lot because when you said like... Yo, like real quick question thing. I was looking for Choke's age. Yep. Found an Good interview from, with him from 1999 where he quite openly talks on the like, yeah, I work for Vidal soon. I'm sort of a hairdresser. No nonchalant. And then drops, oh, what kind of music do you listen to? Drum and Drum bass. And bass. Yep. I've read this interview. <laughs> yeah. 
wild. <laughs> drum Anyways. and bass. Does he go on? Is this the interview where he goes on to say, "I love drum and bass, but going to those events makes me so irritable because people bump into me." Correct. Yes. <laughs> yes. Straight edge, right? <laughs> to the best of my knowledge. Yeah. In the way that old men are. You know yeah, in the I mean? way like, that you're like, I'm, I'm an old man. I can barely think about this. Yes, yeah. I don't, I don't <laughs> trigger do drugs. Yes, I'm straight edge. Um, but I guess what I'm saying is like, I, I uh, that that aging in music question is yes. a fascinating one to me, and uh, to some of our listeners, the idea of being 30 is incomprehensible. You know what I mean? We've got such a fucking broad swath of of listeners uh, from age groups, et cetera, et cetera, but. Being 50 and on stage doesn't scare me or make me feel bad in the way that I mean I got a I got a long I got a long time everybody but not that long. <laughs> it's closer I mean, to 50 than he is to 25. That's a fact. But the the next year 50 next year 100 I'm, years old. Next year I'm 55. So yeah. But the point is, I'm moving into a 55 and over community. <laughs> they take me. To the, they take me to the stores. Yo, 55 and up communities. No joke, they're cool. Yeah, oh, I know. Really nice. dude. Fuck it. If you could put me on one. So you guys talk about that uh, Ocean Grove, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think I told you I stayed there a couple times, yeah. and I really Beautiful liked place. it. Yeah. Uh, but that is the sort of place that I wouldn't mind being 55. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would get like a little like. Bungalow, so bungalow. So it's a little bungalow, maybe a, a bike with three wheels. People can clown on me if they want. Fuck you know it. what I, I mean? I yeah. rode around dope. on a fat bike. It was dope. <laughs> <laughs> Eat my dust. Or am I? No, ain't nobody, ain't nobody mad at bikes. The only thing that happened with your three wheels is getting stolen. Let me ask right. you a question. And then someone from Asbury will watch it and be like, it's "Yo, your your bike gets stolen?" <laughs> yeah, I just saw it. <laughs> cool. You didn't do anything about it. Hold you on. I'm sorry to divert us so much. How? Mm. Not how long do you anticipate living? Oh, okay. But, but how long do you anticipate... 14 more years. ...being functional? 14 more years. Because my parents' generation, my father is 78, yeah. and he's like, every day is a gift. He didn't expect to get to 78, you know what I mean? But if I don't get to 78, I'm going to be mad bitter. I'm you, gonna got be, che- you got cheated. I'm going to be like, yeah, come on, I live real clean, motherfucker. What's up? Well, that's what happens. We live clean. We're not going to live Nah, it's, it's, You got to eat fucking steak with fucking cigarettes on them. <laughs> And then you'll live to 100. <laughs> Those are the health you go, secrets you've of the been vegan? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did look through the cameo yesterday trying to find an old NBA player, old basketball player Who'd to you do find? a cameo for Frank Kinlan. Oh, that's I nice couldn't gift. find one. Yeah, I mean, it'd be great. Everybody keep them. Uh, when's this come out? Uh, uh, the week of Christmas, I think. Yeah. Well, we'll find out. It's if our two year anniversary, guys. Two years of the of to the day. Is that true? Almost, yeah. Oh, I'm so, very happy to be doing so this. So he goes to the board when? Goes to the board, I think, immediately after Christmas. Fantastic. Uh, it sucks, though. It's after Christmas. Come yeah. On, uh, but, I mean, he's not optimistic that he'll beat it because it's so fucking like, oh, this motherfucker have a bad day? Yeah. You know what I mean? I like, yeah, it's so arbitrary. Oh, God. It's like... Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a hard thing to think about those factors rolling in. All right. To the music of it, do you have anything on your list? Uh, that you think I agree, I agree that the Akula record... I think that Rule Them All could... Could yes. squeak into a Long Island legacy, like where Long yes. Island is referencing that for a long time to come. I agree. I think that that could totally be the case. Can I say I think Rule Them All's best record is still in front of them. Yes. I agree, and it's that's why these this record doesn't isn't something I think because I think they're going to put a record out in the next two years that is the one that if they can write one that will last, that's the one. I agree. Yeah. Um, 
So, but that's all I've got really. Yeah. I, th- this year, as much as I liked a lot of records and as much as I went good hardcore record. Yeah. This was a quantity over quality year. For sure. And it's not yeah. that it was lower quality. It was just, it was good. Not as many peaks. Yeah. I, f- I feel like this year, really, we were like a rap podcast where yeah. ra- rap. Check out this single, check out this single, yeah, check like, out this oh, single. Some, they always go, good record. Mm-hmm. And then they never touch it again. It might play like yeah. we're not. We don't go to. They don't play fucking hardcore music at reputable dance clubs. Mm-hmm. So it's not like we're hearing that out. Mm-hmm. The next time that we hear some like, yo, yeah. be all end all. You know what I mean? Like I know, dominant force. Like, like I like said, it. good hardcore record. You know when the next time I'll fucking hear that? When you pull it up. Well, yes, or yeah, when right. I'm at maybe somebody's house that is not me. You know what I mean? Right. And, uh, so it's a strange thing. Like, yo, but, the Dead Heat, Certain Death LP. That's a good record. Really good record. Now, wait, did I understand? Never in Game, Just Another Day. Good record. Division wait, of Mind wait. LP. Good wait, record. Wait, help, walk me through this. Did Dead Heat have another record coming right now? Yes. A, a new record's going to come out early in Triple Bay in early 2012. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, it is. That's early, that's early next year? Yeah, it's sometime in you know the, the first, first half of the year, wow, something like that. We yeah. haven't talked about it. What do we expect from that? Dead Heat? Yeah. Musically, I'm very curious. Me too. Because I have no doubt it'll be capable of all the bullshit. Of course, whatever, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But, but it, it's what direction do they go? Because yeah. that's now they're hitting the range of, oh, where do you go with the sound? Yeah, you're now past your first LP. It's it's such an interesting threshold to cross. Of okay, you kind of achieved what you wanted to do there, I guess, right? Whatever it was, you get it. Now where do you go? Do you, okay. do you let's take out sequel let, it? Do you? And I mean, yo, for a record that I, I put on my top ten, Fury failed entertainment. I really liked it. Where do they go? Where do they go? Do they do another record? And it was from Paramount. There's a lot of people thinking, like, are they going to make a left turn? And I don't think they did, but I think they did a great record. Will I listen to that record in five years? I very well could. But immediately, I'm not sure that I would. Like, maybe Paramount's The Fury record. Yeah, that's possible. And I know that there's a part that's like, fuck. But that, if you ask me what's better, Failed Entertainment or Paramount right now, I'm like, I'm not sure. I think they're both great. And I might lean and say Failed Entertainment's better. That's interesting coming from you. Right. But it might not be the record down the line. Oh, well, we talked right, about you know? this. Like Tom and I both think that the last Twitching Tongues record was was more special than it was given credit. But 100%, yeah. it lives in the shadow. What is it ever going to be in Love, There's No Law? No. Right. Right. It's a problem. No, if they put In Love out on Metal Blade, they'd be fucking... Let's circle this back. The touche question, can their fifth record be their best record? Can it be the best record? It can be the best record. For sure. Can it be a record that brings... Can it be a record that brings... Can it be the most popular? Can it be a record that brings new people? Like, the answer is yes. Yeah, it all depends And the example is Bane. Oh, interesting. Wow. Uh, You're citing what? Give Blood? Give Blood. Even the Those note three. has its the note has its fans. I mean, okay, so fucking the last record has its fans. Yes, yeah, it, it does. does. It does. And there's people who argue what's the song off the last record? Calling hours. Calling hours. There's people who are like and and people who are diehard fans who are like, oh, that's one of their best songs. Oh, one hundred percent. I agree. I just pulled a t- anecdotal. Yeah. Just pulled a twenty six year old. I said. Good. I said, state your age and one record from this year that you believe has staying power. Mm-hmm. And he said, twenty six. Hardcore is. Is real into releasing incredibly forgettable material right now. 
Now that's a little harsher than I'd put it because yes. I think some of this, like I said, is that Brian, a lot hit us. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of this. <laughs> it's like he's love your Brian. go-to. All love time. Brian. He is my go-to. Although he's not young anymore, twenty-six. No. What are we fucking talking about? That's I remember young, when he was fucking young. a kid. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry to interrupt you. Here, here, no. Here's what I think. Um, and okay, so you brought up some good hardcore examples. I was gonna I, say, I, I, it just hit me, and it's like, oh, or I mean, let's say sick of it all. Um, sick of it all for sure. Built to last, scratch the surface. There's a generation of people who came in on that, not blood sweat. It's interesting. Built to last is an interesting one to me. Mm-hmm. That's that's not. I wonder if there's a yours truly kid out there. Anyway, I don't is, think so on a yours truly kid. <laughs> but is anybody after? Well, but but so here's what I'm saying. There's plenty of bands. Like when when uh, who is the band that sounds like um, it's not unusual to be loved by anyone? Tom Jones. Yeah, I, I, we played li- them a listening. Not party. literally. No. N- not literally Tom Jones. But th- didn't you say that some, th- there was some indie act we were talking about that sounds oh, yeah. like Foreign Tom Islands? Yes. Uh, was no. It, uh, something Islands. Yeah, it is. It is. Something Islands. Foreign Islands. Not was, Foreign Islands. Was Mark Ryan's like attempt? Yeah. What was it? Str- n- islands. Well, I'll be waiting for you. Okay, future, so, islands. future Islands. Future okay, Islands. Okay. So check yeah. that out. So they've been around for a long time. Mm. This was their breakthrough record uh, last year, two years ago, whatever yeah, it was, two years ago. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. I think I was in Europe when it was happening, so whatever. Say two, three years ago. Okay, so around for a lot of records. But that broke through to me, who had no knowledge of their yeah, previous material. Before, so yeah. my question is, something like Touche or something like Ceremony, can it break through to, into hardcore kids? I don't think so. Can it break through to somebody who has never yeah, heard yeah. hardcore in their life? 100%. Maybe. Yeah. And that's an interesting that thing. Sense. That might be where you break through. You know what I mean? Like sure. as far as like, oh, this is late in my career. I did put out the best record of my life, but the people that cared were the people that were willing to listen to it with a, a fresh ear. Yeah. yeah that's that, fair. So I think that that might be. That's what you hope for when you're into the career. Yeah. I also is it the first record since Stage 4? Yes. Yes. One we'll single see. between then and now, I think. Right. Yep. That came out last year. Yep. That came out this, this year, year, rather. This yeah. year, yeah. And, you know, like, think about this. Did you listen to it? I did. I did not. I did. It was good. And was I heard it was good. Did you hear that? I did. You did? I liked okay. it. So let me ask the question that we asked on our Twitter a while ago. Was this a good year for music? Yes, no, or eh? Tom, answer first. I would say yes. Yeah. Why? Why? I don't know. I mean, I think there was Why a lot of good stuff that I liked. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, 2018 might have had six records I loved. Yep. 2019 might have had 14 records I liked. Right. That's a great way to put it. Yes. They're not equal. So, I'd rather have records I love. I think we all would. That said, it's not nothing to have multiple records that you like. It's not nothing. No. That's nice. Absolutely. Am I? I think we all agree. Wow, what a cool launching pad we're in right now. You know what I mean? Like, it could get real good. It could get so good. Yeah. But are we in the nascent beginning stages of. Are we in the primordial ooze? Yes, of of a potentially golden era. Yes. That's what we think. I think maybe. I agree. I agree. I agree. I think there's a lot of creativity in the people who are pointing. So, my answer is yes. Despite the fact that we're like, man. I don't know what the long terms are because I feel like we're seeing a lot of the teases. We're seeing a lot of the little EPs and a little of this and all of that that's going to lead to some really great records. And I think there's a lot of younger folks making great music 
that their next record or their next band are going to be fucking massive. Um, you see this in sports. There's changeover eras where it's like, oh, the old superstars are yeah. fading out and there's a new crop, but maybe they're not all there yet. And maybe that one superstar isn't even around yet. That sort of feels like where we are, but we still have some really high highs. Like, if I'm being really honest, think about 100 episodes ago. We talked about Code Orange. We talked about Turnstile. Talked about Power Trip. Who's our other fourth? I mean, Incendiary's right there, right. Those are four bands that are all still around. Right. And make no mistake, hardcore at any time prior to the mid-2000s, Bands lasting for more than four or five years, rare. Yeah. yeah. Now we're seeing bands with tenure. All those bands, Turnstile's been around, not 10 years, but getting close. Code Orange, not 10 years, but getting close. Power Trip, over 10 years. Uh, Incendiary's over Incendiary, 10. Incendiary, over Probably 10 close years. To 12 or 13. Right. There's, there's, we should point out, there, a lot of the bands that people are like, oh, what about this band that's got a lot of long career? They broke up for four years, my G. Right, <laughs> you know, right, I mean, right like, exactly. Like, and so, yeah, you know, like, please, you know, don't don't take that. But those were four very, very, very popular bands, and they all are in different phases of where they were. Yeah, you know. Um, and speaking plainly, I'd say Incendiary is in a similar place, but a little bigger. I would say that Turnstile is in a really different place. Kind of, I have a really, hard to I, put I have a, a difficult finger on. I have a difficult time. Yeah, gauging. I mean, it's all good. Yeah, you know Power I mean? Trip. I, I see them on tour; they're doing good. Yeah, yeah. Power Trip is, I think, bigger than they've ever been, and moving into the more like metal space and getting accepted by every classic metal person for the greatness that they are. And Code Orange is in a really different space. And I, I, I could venture to say, like, I don't know that I don't know that they're as popular and hardcore as they were, but I don't know what their the other worlds that they're entering into are like. No, so I think about two years, you know, I think we're seeing a phase in and and we've seen the rise of a bunch of bands. You know, we didn't, we weren't talking about Mind Force like the way we've been talking about Mind Force for the last year, two years ago, you know, right, and they yeah. were around. Yeah. Uh, Phil well, has been around since like 2014. Right. And sometimes things go from a thing you like to a thing you admire, you know what I mean? And that's what a great record will do. And yeah. I don't know, I, I, I uh, this is going to get mushy because we're being mad positive now and optimistic. Yeah. Uh, and but I'm with it. Like I'm very hopeful. To me, it's gonna obviously the tracks as we talked about. Everybody needs mm-hmm. tracks. Tracks. Uh, but I the think tracks, guitars. I think personality is what I'm going is what I want from everybody. Uh, I go off on this a lot. I think that everybody needs to be more physical. I understand some years that's in, some years that's out. But I, but explain I, what you mean by be more physical. Um, we're not. There's a reason why most of us are not playing some of the music that the kids we grew up with are playing. It's because we like to jump off of things. Maybe, maybe we're delayed. Maybe there's an element of, uh, uh, of uh, uh, what do you call it? Arrested development, yeah. right? Entirely yeah. possible. And we've seen this be an ugly thing. Everybody listen. We, we, we get more gossip than you fucking understand. There's a lot of fucking people out here that... <laughs> Uh, their arrested development is a fucking problem. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's a fucking fact. Yes. Uh, Tom, real, real quick, let's talk about this thing that you and I talked about the other day. Whoa. Um, 
Yeah, this is an intervention now. I like uh, your I, I like your energy. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm crashing. Yeah, so, so hold them out. Pull so, them out. So everybody, it's one a.m. and Bob's got a long drive. Uh, Tom is hitting low sugar period. He's he's uh, like what was that? A chocolate bar. Uh, uh, Carly got me protein bars for a situation nice. just like this when I didn't eat lunch. Yeah. Eat dinner. Oh, yeah. oh, no yeah. dinner. Jesus no Christ. Christ. Motherfucker, right I to work. Work to work. Mm, Jesus Christ. I literally, yeah, dude, I got here and Bob was here. So you. there was no dinner time. Should have gotten some takeout, uh, the Grubhub or some shit. Anyway, yeah, right. point is, um, you and I talked about the other day, uh, let's not be hardcore lecturers. My life's not any better than anybody no. else's, right? But you and I were talking about how it's a disappointing thing that we don't hear like when we run into somebody that we've seen at a sh- haven't seen for a while it's rarely i started a new business you know what i mean it's rarely yeah. it's rarely i got my grad degree after year i had to pay for it myself so it took me a long yeah, time right, to right. understand and it's it's rarely uh uh did you like i don't want to brag but i'm excited i'm up for an award you know what i mean it's always like like larry beat the show joe last week yeah i mean <laughs> It's and that's rough. It's always like, yeah, I think I beat the charges. <laughs> yeah, right, right. The moment you look around and go, what are we doing? What am I doing here? Right. Yeah, and I don't ever want to. I mean, I, I catch myself saying that once in a while, and I don't ever want to, you know. Yeah, you don't want to We got too. here. I mean, it was always like this. Yeah. But, like, as we get older, you kind of have to be like. I also, look, I, I like, I'm not, I'm the last guy. I don't even believe in the word community. I'm the last guy. But I just want to say that, like. We should be pushing each other artistically, but we should also be, whenever possible, attempting to elevate each other's station in this life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, like look, uh, Bob, you, you, you've you uh, uh, maintained relationships with people that you worked with at Revelation. Sure. Uh, as far as uh, people in manufacturing, you know a ton mm-hmm. of them for now how many fucking years. You know what I mean? Yes. And these are all like, now. Some of you may never need anything manufactured, but the but the point is that it it's nice to if, know a guy. If this to know a guy, if this is our social outlet, I wish that more people would tell me about the great things going on in their life instead of losing an eye in a knife fight. Mm. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, like yeah. I I just and I mean, who doesn't love though? Like when you're at work and you go, yeah. I mean, like I told you, we hired like a data person mm-hmm. who was like hardcore kid. Oh yeah. I never told you this? No, I don't think no. so. So I interviewed him. Ah. And I was like, he was cool. He was real nice. Like, whatever. Super smart. Super smart. And then, like, um, I get an, uh, an email from him. Like, hey, just really want to thank, you know, thank you. For, you know, the afterwards follow-up email. Yeah. Thanks for taking the time to meet with me. Blah, blah, blah. And he goes, by the way. Weird question. Uh, <laughs> Are you Tom from Indecision? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, I knew the name and I knew you looked familiar. Wow. And then I Googled you and then I figured out it was you. He's like, I'm a fellow hardcore kid. I was like, that's fucking awesome. He's from Cali. That's oh, awesome. Like he knew like Todd Joe. Like, oh, did he? Yeah. No, we'll talk, we'll talk about off the air. Yeah. Uh, 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 funny you should say that. I followed a kid uh, on Instagram. I followed a kid. Never, uh, who, <laughs> never who, pause after that. Uh, <laughs> I followed a kid. kid. I, I admired his Oshkosh Bagash. <laughs> no, so. Uh, like are those kids with velvet? <laughs> so uh, he paints miniatures. Yep. And, and and I just followed him because I love dioramas and I yeah, love miniatures yeah. and shit. And he just hits me and he's like, "Oh, what's up, man? I've been a fan. I've been a fan of your band for fifteen right. years." And I was like, "Oh mm-hmm. shit!" And then, nice. and then, uh, Drug Church needed an album or uh, uh, a tour art uh, for, for a tour that we're doing, and uh, I just sent a bunch of people that I was following, 
and yeah. s- uh, to the band and said, pick, Stuff I like, pick yeah. whichever one you like, guys, whatever. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And uh, manager reached out to the kid. Kid was like, would I like to do it? I'm a fucking drug church super fan. I'd love to do that shit. You know what I mean? He's going to do the miniatures? Uh, no, no, no. Oh, different that, dude. Different but but uh, what I'm saying is that is such a nice, fun fucking thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah uh, but and I guess here's what I'm getting at. If you're painting miniatures and, and we know each other in a social way, reach out to me because right now I got too many dudes in my life. Uh, who don't paint miniatures? Who don't paint miniatures? Who paint houses? And and I, I'm I'm looking for the miniature the, community. Give me, give me the miniature life. Don't Jimmy Hoffa me. <laughs> Fucking get me a goddamn house. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. That that's kind of like a, a heavier topic that I've been thinking about a lot. Is like, hey, as kids, we all loved the terrible stories. You yes. know what I mean? We all loved. But them. you know oh, what? In 2020. Oh. Let's do better. <laughs> in life, let's do better. I yeah. mean, keep the terrible Hardcore stories. Hardcore is the coolest that. fucking thing. Tell the stories of the people that aren't around to tell them anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't mm. fucking create new ones. Don't don't create new ones at your own expense. Isn't that an interesting perspective, Bob? You got a kid. You you mm-hmm. you, you probably see things through two lenses now. Sure. You. you, you uh, you know, you got peers and all that, just yeah. as like, but then you also got like, like you, you yeah, talking to a fucking 18 year old, you probably cannot help but mm-hmm. see it through the lens that eventually your kid. Oh, you mean because an 18 year old is closer to the age of my child than me. There you go. Right. Yeah. So, so like, it's an interesting perspective that now mm-hmm. when you see an 18 year old, it's like, oh, good news. I pledged a biker gang and I think I'm going to kill somebody this weekend. And you're like, right. oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Like so much more to life. Don't do that. Well, yeah. Um, right. Whereas if I like at fucking 25, I'd be like, good luck. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, it, it. it's, it's the uh, it's the difference in the idea. And I mean, you know, here's here's the, the line. It's that ain't nobody in this room want to be your parent. Not at all. No. And, and tell you. But like Maybe the brother. decisions you're making, the stuff that you might think is romantic, or oh, you think it's cool. I, I think about it a lot because I see certain things. I see artwork for bands that, like, yo, man, there's a part of me that feels like a hypocrite because I'm like, yo, this this artwork with a dude beheading another dude, fucking sick. sick. But then the artwork that's like a dude holding a gun looking stupid, I'm like, I don't really like that. Yeah, you don't feel that energy. I just, well, I just think it's it's almost too close. Yeah, no, it's, it's true. Too close. I just, I just think it's like so. I mean, Samurai, the fact samurai that, sword versus gun is definitely right. Like, yeah, right, there's, it's a, there's, a, there's the, a remove. It's like, and but you know, like to me, I'm reading the Punisher as quickly as I'm picking up a fucking uh, Shang Chi book. You, you check, I mean? you check that new Garth Ennis. No, hot, good? really okay. hot. You good. still got it. I will. I'll check it. Um, so, but for some reason in hardcore, I feel like maybe it's just because there's been too many people with guns. Yeah, like literally at shows and shit, you know. But, but so. At the end of the day, I'm not trying to be anybody's parents except my sons. You know, that's my partner. That's that's people I know. Like, do your life, but but my recommendation in it all is don't make it romantic. Don't try to romanticize some shit that like seems fucking stupid. You See, know? it's not just that for me. It's also like my personal interaction with you. Like, I, I yeah. See, I don't. I I still I still am a little tapped out on that, and I, I don't like. I guess I don't get a ton of that i don't get a ton of people trying to tell me they're sorry because it's so so uninteresting to me like there's 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 those great stories the classic old stories but like even at that it's like okay 
Yeah. See, the, the, well, I, I'm. T- I realize I'm talking to the wrong guy. You've never liked this energy. This is not like a thing that excites you at all. But but no. But but I, I'm just saying that like yeah. Like yeah, you t- use the word t- Tom and I can be but guilty. But you guys of this. use the word excite. You, this stuff excites you. Yeah. I mean, I'm. I'm. You know. I look. I love the. I love lore. You know what well, I mean? Lore like, is one thing. Like, you know, but. Uh, but oh no, a kid talk. A kid talking to me about fucking some shit that's gonna land him in jail doesn't excite me at all. I'm always like, oh, no. Kid. But this story's like, holy shit! They like, yeah. They fist fought on a moving train, like in <laughs> well, so on the way to see these. That's the that's, coolest thing I've ever and, heard. And that's the thing, like you know, oh the the sheer terror Cromag stories, the fucking yeah. right. city gardens bathroom stories, these kind of things. Like, like it, it it's it's like it feels it, it feels removed till you realize that it's really not that far removed. When you realize, wait a second, that's that dude right over there. Yeah. And like, and as a kid, that's the difference to me is there's the nostalgia of thinking when I was a kid, like, oh, wow, listen to these legends, to now being an adult and hearing it and go, okay, oh, that's real. And there's that guy right over there. And to be honest, that is not, not much of a legend to me. Oh, you know, oh, I totally you get know? that. Yeah, of course. And of course. like the people I, I respect are the people who it's like, oh shit, that dude, that dude does this and this. Can you fucking believe that? Yeah. Oh man, he's like makes and creates or does something admirable with his life. Yeah. And, you well, know, and it's listen, hard because yo, it, there's an excitement. Like there's you used a good word, excitement, mm. um, and that's the thing I question is the idea of physical violence being an exciting factor and it's you know physicality and hardcore has always been a hand-in-hand thing but where is it that you think that comes from well for for fucked up disenfranchised kids right like it's it's also like traditionally not anymore necessarily but traditionally you're talking about people that are at the peak of their fucking social hormone problem you know what i mean like, well well so and and i also think there's a there's a connection between the idea of fighting back against the world right. and also like quite quite actually fighting back and i think it comes from people feeling cornered or feeling bullied and and kind of going back and then and, there's you just know, asshole flexors marginalized marginalized and then people being assholes they take advantage of that right yeah 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 because when it's a bunch of small mice who've been forced out of the big mouse pond once it's all just small mice they start saying well who's the biggest one in here right right you know and that's that's the wrong right reduce that you know bros that come like hey you know yeah. kids punch oh, yeah. each other in the face i want to punch them in the face yep. and they get brained i guess as this ties into what i was saying i guess like I want personality. I want more artistry. The kids being less afraid of. Basically, I think that there might. I think been, we're seeing some of that stuff. Yeah, I, sure. I agree. But I think there might have been a couple of years where, like, sticking your head out felt like, like I think blame. I might you know this is where I sound a fucking hundred. I blame social media. You stick your head up and you get hammered down. You know what I mean? That's just what it is. Like you get immediate fucking uh, repudiation. Yeah. yeah, and it's like nobody wants that shit. Right. And, and it feels like social death, right? Yeah, and, yeah, I mean, you can avoid you could avoid a fucking shitty review in fucking Maximum Rock and Roll when everyone on Twitter is fucking making fun of you. Yes, kind of right. hard to avoid. So, so I think that that might have killed some of the personality energy. Is like, hey, I I don't want to deal with this. Like, I don't want somebody like writing my little oh, sister sure. on Twitter and being like, like you know, yeah, what I your mean? brother's like, an asshole. Well, I mean, right. let's 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 put this one. There was. You said a thing that rubbed somebody the wrong way, and they thought you were putting a group in a, a place. Um, so then that person basically added every single news outlet oh, yeah. they could. Yep. And every business associate I have. Trying to get this dude canceled. And had other people involved as well, trying to like come at this dude for, for what yeah. really amounted to like 
not even like even calling it innocuous feels weird. It was just like. But look, I can be a I can yeah. be a self critic by almost any measure. This was a harmless statement. Yes. Like this this was an like this is me being self aware. Everyone, this was a really intense overreaction on this person's part. And, and the the intensity of the overreaction led to this person trying to single handedly uh, make this a huge story and deal and ruin opportunities for a person. And cancel you know? Kinlan. Yeah, like and it was years ago. Like it's probably three years ago. And now, this was ago. before cancel culture was in full swing. But this yeah. person truly went through every motion of it. Yeah, like really tried to take everything away from me, which is a weird vibe. I wonder if I confronted that person now and said, "Hey, are, were you do you remember? Uh, like, do you remember that I'm a human being and you were literally trying to ruin yeah. my future moving forward? Is that yeah. a thing that you're comfortable with? Yeah. I'd be curious if their response would be, "Hey, I'm really sorry. I was caught up in a thing. I uh, I still don't necessarily approve of what you said. But or or LOL, whatever." You know what I mean, right? You know what? Okay, so there's an expression. It's a terrible quote that is upsetting. Let's hear it. Forgiveness is the scent uh, the flower leaves on the boot that crushed it. And that is is a terrible idea, like a terrible idea, but it's somewhat true, which is like when you forgive somebody, like as Charlemagne the God says, you only forgive people when you're not going to do shit. Yes. You know what I mean? And and th- that's a sick idea, but it's also somewhat true. When you're ready to get let go of something, it's basically you saying, go succeed, go go with God, make yourself happy, please leave me alone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm happy for you, move on with your life, yeah. which is a hard thing. By the way, if any of us, if any of you are listening who has feel wronged by somebody, like, I've felt like very personally wronged by a couple of people who are all doing well. And a lot of people find that very hard to deal with. Uh, Art Tibu, uh, Tib, Teb, I always say Thebert, but yeah, that's yeah. not how you say Art his name. Thiebert, you you, you yeah. remember yeah. the, the yeah. inker recently, sorry everybody, this is, this is torture for time. Yeah. He recently did a live stream where he explained why he hasn't worked for Marvel for almost 20 years. Jesus. And it's the saddest thing in the world because it was essentially a personal grievance right. with, with a, uh, an executive above oh, his station no. who he thinks maliciously yeah. held on. And, and then he also blames uh, Joe Kusada because when he went to Kusada and said, I want to work again, man. What's yeah. going on? Kusada said, just apologize to Dave and we'll be done with this. Yeah. And Art said, I'm not apologizing for something I didn't do. Yeah. And, and, and Joe says, well, it's got nothing to do with nothing. Yep. Just apologize. Now, right. I feel that. This is the same shit that came out about Kevin Durant <coughs> with some, news, news, some reporter who was like, yo, that shit. The team was like, "Yeah, you just gotta apologize to him." And he's like, "But I didn't do anything." And like, that's cool. The rest of the players are like, "Yeah, that's funny. Whatever. You just gotta apologize to him." Yeah. Oh, listen. Like, and, and, all it takes. Is, and right. smart people do. You know what I mean? Smart yes, people. Correct, smart people, bad, people. Sorry. Smart people. people know the value and the cost of saying yeah. I'm sorry. But me and Art, stupid. You know what I mean? Like, so I got it's a problem bad. with that. But the point is that. Uh, it pains. It's painful to watch somebody that you feel like is a bad person, except blah, 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 succeed. It's painful, mm-hmm. but at the same time, a lot of times, the happier they are with their life, the less they're fucking you. You know what I mean? So, right. so you got to be happy to let them go on some level and go succeed. Your success doesn't necessarily cost me shit. But uh, anyway, the the point is that on the social thing, I think that a lot of kids are literally grown up afraid of of sticking their head up. They're okay for taking a shot from cover, you know what I mean? Like that cuz that's yeah. what the internet is. It's taking a shot from cover. Well, but yeah. but I think that once you have personality plus, once you're visible, once you once you have said, "Hey, I'm a thing." People want dis, to dis, disassemble the thing. 
Turnstile is a band and his artist have personality plus. Personality plus, but you'll notice they don't do a ton of interviews or put their face out there as like a hey. And they certainly aren't on social media in a way that's like hey, let's engage. Or even on even on stage, mm-hmm. Brendan is not. Brendan is a great frontman. Great. He is not, not a great communicator. He's not a chat chatty guy. You, no. you know what I mean? He's not out there fucking like, hey, what's up, fam? I'm Giving a give, sermon, right? I'm going to give you a political opinion that you can then judge me on and and taking the wrong right. in, uh, spirit, no matter what I do. He's not doing that because he's yeah. got a brain in his head. Yeah, I'm because right. he doesn't want to engage, and that's what what's happening is that smart people are refusing to engage. I know. And that's an ugly thing for the world um, because the people who are engaging are now dumb. I'm an idiot dinosaur because I engage too fucking much. And yes. I just provide people over and over again. Well, I provide them these it's fucking the, um, shots it's the, There's a, the theory that people who have an IQ over a certain level yeah. and people who have an IQ under a certain level are all safe. It's the people in the middle who are having the bickering. I mean, Sounds straight right. up. I probably got the most standard Sounds IQ in the world. Right. <laughs> you don't bicker. I've been IQ tested. <laughs> Me no bitter. But... Me no bicker. Me no bicker. But but I uh, I don't know. I think I've talked about it a lot. I really think that social media has scared a generation of, of hardcore bands into not putting personality front. And I'm not talking about turnstile. Well, because it's unfortunate because I'm it's also taught an entire generation of people to put personality in front of everything. Personality brand, brand, brand in front of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Well, personality as brand and then brand is all. Yeah. Um, I don't want to do the social media. No, nah, we don't got it. We don't got it. We're old white dudes. Yeah, we don't got it. But, but I, I, I watch Bill Belichick and fucking who's a, a Nick Saban do a, a, an interview where they're talking about social media. And I was like, no. Bill Belichick might not know how to work a phone. How old no. is Bill Belichick right now? 60 something. Oh, that's it? 89. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anywhere between 42 Six Super Bowl and, rings. Yeah. Yeah. I would have guessed 70 if he's a day, but maybe I'm wrong. No. Um, mid, mid, I'd say 67 if I was guessing. But let's see. Uh, yeah. At any rate, I, I don't know. I, just, I need more personality. I also mm-hmm. need more people that are trying to achieve things. Sorry. I just. Man, you needy today. I need, I'm a very needy guy, mm-hmm. and I came to hardcore because hardcore provides me so much. Everybody supply me with supply with me with my shit. Okay, good. Nice. Give me what I need. You yeah. give me what I need, and you say he's just a friend. We talk about justice all the time. Give me, give me a hundred justices that aren't doing justice. Keep singing. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, baby, you. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Got a disease. Oh no! Which one? So the verdict and you is gave hardcore it in 2019 is good, and he can't Thanks have sex us. again. Oh, I'm saying it was all right. It was all right. Goodbye, everybody. Uh, uh, here's to another hundred episodes. Thank you so much for your continued listening. Bye.